Hi, and welcome to Filthy Loose, where we talk specifically about Frank F. Ilthy, who was a 1950s sanitation worker who murdered uh, half his co-workers and when sentenced to jail in 1963, uh, broke loose. Sam, what do you have to say about Mr. Frank today? Wait, what the f- What is his name? Frank L. Ilthy. Ilthy. His name is Frank L. No, Frank F. Ilthy. <laughs> Frank F. Ilthy. Ilthy. So he's f f Ilthy. Now he's Frank F. Ilthy. <laughs> and he broke loose. Uh, from jail. He was a sanitation worker before, but then he murdered um, half of his co-workers. We, we talk about this every episode, guys. I don't know how you're still confused. I'm so confused. <laughs> I love it. You're so fucking brilliant. Hi, I'm Sam. Chloe, I'm hi. And Wait. Hi, Sam. Hi. <laughs> and I'm Jay. Did do our introduction today, so it was beautiful. Well written, you know, thought in advance. <laughs> and today we're going to be hearing from me. It's going to be my topic. Ooh, and you stock are? applause noise. We should get sound bites so we and could do things was like that. Much rejoicing. Oh, you guys, uh, creepers! I just thought I'd let you know if you didn't see through the window already. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That uh, Jay gave me a t-shirt today uh, as a belated birthday gift, and it says, my puns are, and then there's a picture of a koala sipping tea. My Try to decode that one. No, she just told you. <laughs> Solved. I also gave Sam a present. But yeah, I love it. I got another. I a got cookie. a shirt that says um, "Not today, Satan," and someone's like kicking. And it's the a fuck picture of, of Sam, like it's fucking beating, cute. And beating it's the perfect devil for you. Yeah. I'm really excited to see you wear it. It's it's a good one. Oh, it's because oh, their birthdays yeah. are in like two weeks from one shh, another. Shh, sorry, yeah. shh, shh, don't tell them. Don't tell them. I wasn't born. I was hatched. <laughs> Sam, what are you talking about today? Okay. Um. So, what is the creepiest thing about basements to you guys? I don't like this already. The fact that the word semen is in it. Whoa. That, is, <laughs> that is way left field. I love it. Basement. The um, Can you guys name a movie that someone was locked up in a basement? Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, the girl yes. that's... The monkey like, over there. Ooh, I'm full of trauma. Yes, me. <laughs> Go. The girl next door where that... Um, which is, I don't know if it's a girl next door. It might be a different name because there's two. It may have been a boy next door. <laughs> we didn't ask. But anyway, it's it's a movie based off the true life events of this girl who was uh, locked in her basement by her guardian, like basically tied up and tortured by the neighbor kids. So, yes. Wait, 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 wait. She was locked up by her guardian but tortured by the neighbors? Yeah, so no, the guardian... guardian conspired with the neighbor children? No, yeah. the what I know what movie it is. Um I can't remember the name. I think it's called The Kids Next Door or something like That's that. That's the name of a kid's that cartoon. Is the name of a cartoon. No, 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 like, no, no, no. Number I'm, 1. No, no, no. I know, I know, but it's something along like the lines of that. And um the guardian locked her up 
in the basement and then asked the neighbor kids if they wanted to t- help torture her. And then they did. And it was a real life story. Like, this was something that really happened. Mm-hmm. No. That there was a movie adata- no. adaptation. So, yeah. No. Yeah. I refuse. Yeah. Well, okay. So, not that story, but something very similar to that. There was a story that this happened in. Okay. This case emerged in 2008 and ha- was set in motion 24 years prior. Shit, that's some time. <laughs> that's some wicked foreshadowing, Sam. I like it. Thank you. Joseph Fritzel. Fritzel? Fritzel. Like F- a pretzel? F-R-I-T-Z-L. Fritzel. Okay. Hopefully. The Fritzel case emerged in 2008 when Elizabeth Fritzel told the police in Austria that she had been held captive for 24 years by her father. Fritzel had assaulted, sexually abused, and raped her numerous times during her imprisonment inside a concealed area in the basement of their family's home. Elizabeth's Whoa. father, his name J- is named Joseph, raped her for over 24 years and in this time period created seven children born incestuously. Oh, my oh God. wait! What? Oh my fucking god! That's so awful. Wait, this is the, like how it's starting. Does it get worse? Well, this is like a, a, a small, a small little summary for you guys, and then I'm gonna <clears throat> get into the deep crap. So this is a person who has his own child locked in a basement and is having kids with her over the period of 24 years. Yes. Okay. And the kids are just under his guardianship? You'll hear more. Say more now. (laughs) The abuse by uh, Elizabeth's father resulted in the birth of seven children. Three of them remained in captivity with their mother. One died just days after birth at the hands of Joseph Frizzle, who disposed of his body in an incinerator. What the fuck? And the other three were brought up by Fritzel. And brought to his wife, Rosemary, and reported them as foundlings and raised them. Wait, does the wife know about any of this? How wouldn't she? Nope. How wouldn't she know about this? He just keeps finding kids. He just keeps finding newborns. You'll fucking, I'll fucking tell you. And what about her daughter who was locked in the basement? Oh my God. I will tell you. I will tell you all of it. All will be revealed in time. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the, the, the suspense. Just Joseph Fritzl was born on April 9th in 1935 in Austria to Joseph Fritzl Sr. and Maria Fritzl. I hope I'm saying their name right. Does it say what city in Austria? Yes. What city is it? Amstetten. Amstetten. There you go. I'm like, I'm not excited about this because I know it's going to be really dark and grisly, but I am excited about the part where I understand a few words in German. <laughs> this makes me happy, too. <laughs> he grew up as an only child raised solely by his working mother. His father had deserted the family when Fretzel was four and never again came into contact with him. Wah. Jay, that's so rude. No, nope, no, nope, I think it's okay. 
I, I, I don't feel bad for people with bad childhoods that become monsters. Because a lot of people have bad childhoods and don't become monsters. I agree. In a world where Josef Fritzl was unloved <laughs> this summer, <laughs> this guy, uh, the most the tragic part. story of all. It's so sad. The story is so fucking sad. It gets worse. <clears throat> the pitiful killer. Sad sack slasher. So anyway, he had a bad childhood and we all feel super sad for him. But we're not. <clears throat> he grew up as an only child raised solely by his working mother. His father had deserted the family when Fretzel was four and never again came into contact with him. This is a little, little dive into his um, past here where it's just like crumbs showing you how shitty of a person he's going to be. In 1967, Schwitzel broke into the Lenz home of a 24-year-old nurse while her husband was away and raped her while holding a knife to her throat, threatening to kill her if she screamed. Fun. Yeah. It's it's, it's horrible. Ewy. I- icky. <laughs> icky. Yeah. To quote my brother, Ick City. <laughs> According to an annual report... For 1967 and a press release of the same year, he was also named as a suspect in a case of an attempted rape of a 21-year-old woman and was known for indecent exposure. Fritzl was arrested and served 12 months of an 18-month prison sentence. What the fuck? One, the sentencing, stupid. Two, this guy, stupid. This whole thing, so stupid. He went to prison for one year. Yeah. For ruining a woman's life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, how how do you have that? Like, he was known for indecent exposure. Like, how can you have that be something that's your, like, calling he card? He was known for it? Yeah, that's what I that's what He I, gets married later on. What the? I'm, I'm single. Yeah. Chloe's single. We don't do this shit. Maybe you guys should start indecently exposing other. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Only to each other. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. So, twisted son of a bitch. Yes. In 1956, at the age of 21, he was married to a 17-year-old Rosemary. <laughs> they're like four years apart. Yeah. Um, they're, they're four years apart. He was oh, born in uh, th- 35. She was born in... Oh. 39. I thought he was older. No, well, he is 21. She's 17, so. I mean, legal age of consent. And, and like this was back in the 50s. So sad. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was normal at the time, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the thing is, he married her at a, in uh, 1956, but in 1967 was the year that he raped that 21-year-old woman. 11 years later. Okay. Oh, wait, we're not getting, like, a chronological timeline? This little one wasn't chronological, but I wanted okay. to make sure that you guys knew. Okay, so, so he was married when he raped He was he married for 11 years one. before he raped yes. a 21-year-old. Mm-hmm. And got sentenced to jail for that, so the wife definitely knew. Yep. And it's, well, that's purely speculative, but generally, you don't go to jail for your first time. Yep. I mean, not we a don't- lot of people report, and not a lot of those cases win. Yeah, that's true. Also, this is Austria, so we don't know what their particular system is like. Yeah, cannot comment, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. It's, it's I not mean, American. totally different system. All I know for, sh- not, no, for sure, but it 
probably caused that woman he raped a lot of trauma and he got a year sentence for i think that's a f- safe assumption yes assume that rape yes can, would be traumatic yeah yeah, yeah. Sad spoiler alert, he's going to go on and traumatize a lot more people. I, I know, sure. we, we, we yeah, heard about he, the beginning. <laughs> Creepers, sad. Sam had to like come down the hall and exist among Jay and me as we were hanging out in the living room because she just needed to be out of this darkness. This is going to be a heavy episode. I don't know if we warned you, but... This is going to be heavy. There's going to be a lot of shit. Those We're going just- to talk about rape a little bit. If you haven't, like, if you <laughs> haven't noticed. Um, Trigger bad things, warning. Bad things are going to happen to good people. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a rough one. Buckle up. Put on your jock straps and helmets. Chloe, and if you need my hand, I'm right here. We're, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. It's all in the past. It's- this ain't Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Chloe's mostly saying this for herself. I just want everyone to know. (laughs) In 1956, at age 21, he married a 17-year-old Rosemary, with whom he had three sons and four daughters, including Elizabeth, who was born in April 6 of 1966. Fritzl reportedly began abusing Elizabeth in 1977 when she was 11 years old. After completing her compulsory education at age 15, Elizabeth started a course to become a waitress. I didn't know you had to take a course to be a waitress in Austria at this time, which is Mm. really interesting. Their whole customer service thing is very different than ours. Mm -hmm. In in January of 1983, she ran away from home and went into hiding in Vienna with a friend from work. Honestly, who could blame her? She was found by police within three weeks and returned to her parents. Sad. I know. It's so awful. It happens in so many of these cases where, like, the victim is able to escape and then his return to, like, the abuser. I mean, like, in more than just, like, familiar, like, cases like with Jeffrey Dahmer, there was that one kid that escaped and then got to a police and then was returned to Jeffrey Dahmer. Because Jeffrey told him he was drunk. And they, they were, like, lovers and he was drunk, but he was, like, 14. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Sad. She rejoined her waitress course and finished it in mid-1984 and was offered a job in nearby Linz. The Fritzl, pro- the Fritzl property in Amstetten is a building dated from around 1890. A newer building was added after 1978 when Fritzl applied for a building permit for an extension with a basement, quote-unquote. In 1983, building inspectors visited the site and verified that the new extension had been built according to the dimensions specified on the permit. Would it be safe to say that some bad things are about to happen in this basement? Yes. But Fritzl had illegally enlarged the room by excavating space for a much larger basement concealed by walls. Mm. Or 1982, according to his statement, Fritzl started to turn his hidden cellar into a prison cell. This was before she ran away, by the way. Oh, my fucking God. The first time. I want to make a note about runaways. I don't know. It messes me up that the initial protocol is return them home, not figure out why, why they, they run away. to run away from home. Because I feel like, you know, you get some little kids, some dramatic kids, but mostly it's kids coming from a bad situation. Honestly. Why would they not look into that? Well, because so before, ridiculous. before, um, before like late nineties, 
kids had no autonomy. Like they were just extensions yeah. of their parents. I know. This is more of like an extent existential, futile, impotent. Why? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> it's intense. As you were. So in 1981, and I want to remind you guys that the first time she ran away, well, the, when she tried to run away, I was in um, 1983. So he started these plans before. So around 1981 or 1982, according to a statement, Fritzl started to turn his hidden cellar into a prison cell and installed a wash basin, toilet, bed, hot plate, and a refrigerator. In 1983, he added more space by creating a passageway to the pre-existing basement area under the old part of the property in which only he knew. How do these evil people find so much time to be evil? Like that takes a while to do. Like this isn't something like a like a day money. project. Um, money, money, money. money. Hmm. Later on, I'll find it. I wrote it in here, but he was a um, engineering, electrical engineer, and then he retired, and then still contracted for the government and stuff like that. Yeah, serial murder is not a cheap hobby. I don't think so. No. Or no, no I think it requires a lot of supplies considered and under. Uh, legal representation. I wouldn't call it a hobby. I would call it uh, uh let's try to oh, keep that word out. a hobby for fucking sociopath. On August 28th in 1984, after Elizabeth turned 18, Fritzl lured her into the basement of the family home saying he needed help carrying a door. This was the last piece needed to seal what would turn out to be the chamber where Elizabeth was held captive. That's so sad. He made her. Oh, my God. I know. She didn't know what was happening. <laughs> nope. After Elizabeth held the door in place while Fritzl fitted it to the frame, he held an ether-soaked towel on his daughter's face until she was unconscious and then threw her into the chamber. That's so depressing. Oh, my God. After Elizabeth's disappearance, Rosemary filed a missing persons report. Almost a month later... Frizzle handed over a letter to the police, the first of several that he had forced Elizabeth to write while in captivity. This letter, postmarked in <clears throat> Braunau, the letter postmarked in Braunau, a town in Upper Austria on the border with Germany, stated that Elizabeth was tired of living with her family and was staying with a friend. She warned her parents not to look for her or she would leave the country. Fritzl told police that she had most likely joined a religious cult. Oh. You know them cults. They're always okay. stealing our children. Hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> not good. A religious cult was the better path. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Extremely mm -hmm. disturbing. Over the next 24 years... Fritzl visited Elizabeth in the hidden chamber almost every day, or a minimum of three times a week, bringing food and other supplies. I'd rather have a basilisk in my chamber of secrets. <laughs> I would rather fight a fucking snake, demon. God. And his wife? What is she? This she whole didn't time. know. She didn't know. The whole time. Didn't know anything. Intense. After his arrest, he admitted that he repeatedly raped her. Elizabeth gave birth to seven children during her captivity. And let me let you know, she had no medical help with that whatsoever. She, did, she gave birth to these seven children naturally. Oh, my God. One child died shortly after birth 
And three, Lisa, Monica, and Alexander were removed for the, from the cellar as infants to live with Fritzl and his wife, who were approved by social services to authorize them as foster parents. Officials said that Frizzle very plausibly explained how three of his infant grandchildren had appeared on his doorstep. Lisa, in May of 1993, that's the year I was born, <laughs> at nine months old, was discovered outside of the family home in a cardboard box, allegedly left there by Elizabeth with a note stating her children needed to be looked after. Her child needed to be looked after. This story is insane. She's alive. Yeah. At 10 months old, Monica was found in a push chair, which I'm assuming is a stroller, outside of the entrance of the house. And in December of 1994, shortly after, Rosemary received a phone call asking her to take care of Monica. The caller sounded like Elizabeth, but it, it is assumed that Fritzl used a recording of her voice. Rosemary reported the incident to the police, expressing astonishment that Elizabeth knew her new unlisted phone number. Yeah, that's a little sketch. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Elizabeth gave birth to twin boys. One died less than three days after the birth and Fritzl removed the body and cremated him. The surviving twin named Alexander was taken upstairs at 15 months old and discovered in similar circumstances to those of his two sisters. Oh my god. This guy is like so intent on hiding the evidence of what he's doing. Yep. He does I mean, not care about the cost. Nope. He does not care about human life. Nope. He's horrible. The family received regular visits from social workers who saw and heard nothing to arouse their suspicions. In accordance with Austrian law, his criminal criminal record was expunged after 15 years. Fucking hell. As a result, more than 25 years later, when he applied to adopt and or foster Elizabeth's children, the local social service authorities did not discover his criminal history. No fucking way. No. Yes, fucking way. Why... Why wouldn't it still be accessible to them? That's I don't just, know. It's fucking bullshit. I agree. It's ridiculous. Yes. It sucks. Go I don't on. know. This is anger inducing. Yes, it is. Ooh, yeah. As are most of the stories we tell. Yeah. Except the dancing one. I don't mind that. The dancing one was pretty cool. But that was so long ago. I bet if we had, if it That's happened sooner, we would have been like, oh, these poor people. But we were like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. I love the dancing one. I mean, my 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 uh, philosophy is if it happened like in the 1800s or before these. I mean, it's been so long. <laughs> we can. That it's is so horrible. <laughs> like uh, people who couldn't have known us don't matter. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you guys. That's crazy. <laughs> we have to distance ourselves at some point. Yeah, but maybe not. Uh, well, anyway, this is off topic. Let's get back to it. Following the fourth child's birth in 1994. Fritzl allowed the enlargement of the prison from 35, I'm sorry, from 380 square feet to 590 square feet, putting Elizabeth and her children to work for years digging out the soil with their bare hands. What the fuck? Yeah. He's like, oh, you guys need more space. Get to work. And these children are the four or so children that didn't get adopted? The three. The three that didn't get adopted because mm -hmm. one died. Yes. The captives had a television, a radio, a video cassette player, 
They had food stored in a refrigerator and cooked or heated on hot plates. Elizabeth taught her children how to read and write. And at times, Fritzl shut off their lights or refused to deliver food for days at a time to punish them. Fritzl told Elizabeth and the three children who remained, their names being Kirsten, Stefan, and Felix, that they would be gassed if they tried to escape. Investigators concluded that this was just an empty threat to frighten the captives because there was no gas supply to the basement. He stated after his arrest that he told them that they would receive electric shock or and die if they meddled with the cellar door. According to Fritzl's sister-in-law, Christine, he went into the basement every morning at 9 a.m. to draw plans for machines he sold to firms because he was an electrical engineer. Often, he stayed there overnight and did not allow his wife to bring him any coffee or food. A tenant who rented a ground floor room in the house for 12 years claimed to hear noises from the basement, which Frissel explained were from, faulty, were from faulty pipes or from the gas heating system. Which honestly, why would you believe anything different? Like, this is not the first assumption anyone would have. It's like, oh yeah, no. there's definitely children hidden under the floorboards. On April 19, 2008... Fritzl agreed to seek medical attention after Kirsten, the eldest daughter, fell unconscious. Elizabeth helped him carry Kirsten out of the chamber and saw the outside world for the first time in 24 years. Fritzl forced her to return to the chamber where she had remained for her final week. This is... The mom. Mom. Elizabeth, his daughter. Mm -hmm. Kirsten was taken by ambulance to a local hospital in... Landiskintelecom. Landiskintelecom. Elemenop. I was trying to raise Chloe from the dead. Okay, I can see how that would be intimidating. Kirsten was taken by ambulance to a local hospital. The yeah, say it. Landesklinikum Amstetten. Yeah, that one. So extra, guys. Just be less extra, please. <laughs> they have to have words that are three sentences long. Landesklinikum. That's not that many syllables. That just sounds like land yeah. of clinic. That's basically what it is. It's like the, clinic. It's it's like it's like the national worse. clinic or something. I'm assuming. I don't know. Landesklinikum Amstetten. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, that's what it's called. I mean, okay, if you look at the name of a hospital around here, it's going to be like Seton Memorial Herman. That's that's only, but like, is that all one word? That's only five. But is that one word? Yes, it is. No, they do that in German. They just sort of compound words together. And so to look Extra. at it, it looks intimidating. But if you know how to pronounce one word, you know how to pronounce them all. It's always the same, not like in English where it changes all the time. Germans be less you, try you hard. You get me. <laughs> Germans be less try hard. You get me all worked up because English is the language that doesn't make any sense. English is there hard. There are as many exceptions to the rules as there are rules. It's ridiculous. Honestly. It's a hodgepodge. I That's mean, it's why fine, you get to say whatever you know, the fuck you want. It's definitely not. It's anarchy. Than any other That's the best type of government system. No, it's not. So she was taken to the local hospital and was admitted in serious condition with life threatening kidney failure. Fritzl later arrived at the hospital claiming to have found a note written by Kirsten's mother, Elizabeth. He discussed, he discussed Kirsten, Kirsten's condition 
and the note with a doctor, Albert Reiner. Medical staff found aspects of Fritzl's story puzzling and alerted the police on the on April 21st. Good job, medical staff, because there's so many of these stories where it's just like they don't say anything at all. And it's like, really, this person came in with like a load of bullshit and you didn't smell anything? Yeah, I know. <laughs> he came in with a load of bullshit and you didn't smell anything? <laughs> I love that. It's pretty good. Medical staff found aspects of Fritzl's story puzzling and alerted the police on April 21st, who then broadcast an appeal on the public media for the missing mother to come forward and approve additional information about Kirsten's medical history. He Posted didn't say he didn't basically <laughs> he didn't say that Kirsten's mother was Elizabeth. I oh. mean, it would be hard to say that. Yeah, no, he yeah. just said, yeah, said written by Kirsten's mother. He keeps finding these random babies. He's like a fairy. <laughs> or in ancient greek they find mm-hmm. a lot of babies mm-hmm. then again they cast out a lot of babies too. they were they were casting and grabbing they were yeah they it was were, it was just a wall system a little, a little, like a train a fishing system <laughs> the police reopened the case on elizabeth's disappearance because of this Fritzl repeated the story about Elizabeth being in a cult and presented what he claimed was the most recent, quote unquote, letter from her dated January 2008, posted from a town of Kainmatin. Honestly, can I say to say that someone who's gone missing has joined a religious cult is actually fucking genius? Yeah. That's pretty brilliant because, like, if there's anyone who's good at keeping you from talking to your family and friends and loved ones. It's cults. It's a cult. Yeah. Yeah. And that shit can sneak up on people. Oh, my God. Yeah. So excited for you to do your episode on cults, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. There's going to be lots of them. To future Sam. Yeah. (laughs) The police contacted Manfred Wolfenhartz. Badass name, Mr. Wolfenhartz. It's so made up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Mr. Uh, Wolfenhart, please contact it's us. It's the very top. Uh, Wolfhart. I was right. Yeah. Wolfhart. 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 Wolfhart? Pretty much. Only one F. But yeah. Mr. Wolfhart, please change your name. Get married. No, no. You say it was a, dub, uh, a V sound in the beginning. Wolfhart. Okay. The police contacted Manfred Wolfhart, a church officer and expert on cults who raised doubts about the existence of this group that Fritzl described. He noted Elizabeth's letters seemed to be dictated and oddly written. Go with your gut, dude. Right? And Elizabeth pleaded with Fritz when she saw him to be taken to the hospital. And on April 26th, he released her from the cellar, along with her sons, Stefan and Felix, bringing them upstairs. He and Elizabeth went to the hospital where Kirsten was being treated. Wait, he went from this is sound sketch to oh, she's in the cellar of this dude's basement. Like, no, he didn't tell. No, what? No, wait, wait. I'm confused. Be confused. Hold on, let me reread. Apparently, it. <laughs> so the guy said that this church was bullshit and mm-hmm. that these letters seemed dictated and oddly written. Right? Then yeah. he went. Then it says Elizabeth pleaded with Fritzel. To be taken to the hospital. And on April 26th, he released her from the cellar, along with her sons, Stefan and Felix, bringing them upstairs. 
He and Elizabeth went to the hospital where Kirsten was being treated on April 26 in 2008. And following a tip-off from the doctor, Yosef and Elizabeth were detained by police on hospital grounds and took them into questioning at the police station. What? Yes. The doctor was like, oh, shit, she's here. Police immediately. Wait, wait. Are you saying that she like convinced him to let her out? Yeah. And it worked? Yes. That never seems to actually work. Well, um, they were not going to treat Kirsten until she got the medical history from the mom. Yeah, but... Yeah. And, and so, she probably pleaded for the life of her child, and he was like, oh, okay, well... Because even though he was super shitty, he um, he cared about his grandchildren. Except for the ones slash, that he no, murdered. No, it's his children. Except for the slash. ones that he killed or threw away. Right. Except for the ones that he, like, helped dismember and cremated. He did kind of like his grandchildren slash children. Except those. Except the, for those. They, they know what they did. Also, he really um, didn't like Elizabeth. Or really liked her, depending on what you want to see. Oh God! Both. Oh, God. yeah, it's horrible. So yeah, he took the the police took them in for questioning. Elizabeth did not provide police with more details, and they until they promised her that she would never have to see her father ever again. Oh shit! They knew. After the next two hours, she told that the story of her twenty four years in captivity. Elizabeth told the police that Fritzl had raped her and forced her to watch pornographic videos in which he made her reenact with him in front of her children in order to humiliate her. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Shortly after midnight, police officers completed the interview and Fritzl, aged 73 at this point, was arrested on April 26th on suspicion of serious crimes against family members. I guess that's what they call it there. During the night of April 27th, Elizabeth, her children, and her mother, Rosemary, were taken into care. Police said Fritzl told investigators how to enter the basement through a small hidden door opened by a secret keyless entry code. The concealed cellar had a five and a half yard corridor, a storage area, and three small open cells connected by a narrow passageway. And had a basic cooking area and bathroom facilities, followed by two sleeping areas, which were equipped with two beds each. It convert it covered an area of approximately 590 square feet. Could you imagine? Jesus Christ. Nope. So it's like hell on earth. That's ha- that's smaller than my last apartment, my one bedroom apartment. That's smaller than a one bedroom. That's not surprising. Well, yeah, my one bedroom was like 800 square feet. That's like half of our current space, you could That's, say. That's, yeah, it's small. Four people live there. The cell had two access points, a hinged door that weighed over 1,100 pounds. Damn. Which is thought to have become unusable over the years because of its weight. And a metal door reinforced with concrete and steel rails that weighed 650 pounds and measured three and 3.3 feet high and a 
and two feet wide. It was located behind a shelf in Fritzl's basement workshop protected by an electronic code, which to enter had to use a remote control unit. In order to reach this door, five locking basement rooms had to be crossed. To get to this area where Elizabeth and her children were held, eight doors in total needed to be unlocked, of which two were additionally secured by electronic locking devices. So they couldn't have gotten out if they tried. Not even if they fucking tried. Rosemary had been unaware of what had been happening to Elizabeth this entire time. She's been unaware? Unaware. I mean, yeah, okay, it makes sense. On April 29th, it was announced that the DNA evidence confirmed that Fritzl was the biological father of his daughter's children. His defense lawyer, who is a total, like, I don't know how you can take this case with any good conscience whatsoever. I'm going to just say that right now. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't know how much you had, they, they were paid, but, like, still, there's, like... You're guilty, buddy. That's it. Like, there's no way you can, like, be, like, seven children that's yours and, like, found a secret laboratory in your basement. There's no defense to that. No. I mean, even with the guilty plea, like. I think the only reason he would have an attorney at this point is just to make sure that his rights weren't being infringed upon. Mm -hmm. But at this point, I'm like, (sighs) anytime I see big cases like this, I'm like, and and there's a lawyer? What? (laughs) Well, you never know when a Casey Anthony is going to happen. True. You never know. And plus, like, with lawyers, it it's basically, yeah, everyone has the right to them, at least in the U.S., just because. Yeah, I know. I don't know what it's like over in Austria. I think it's pretty similar. Yeah. In that way. Good. I mean, good for them. His defense lawyer, Rudolf Mayer, said that although the DNA test proved incest, evidence was still needed for the alleged rapes and enslavements. <sighs> If that defense lawyer said anything other than plead guilty to get a lesser sentence, then yeah, they are shit bullshit. I agree. In their May 1st daily press conference, Austrian police said that Fritzl had forced Elizabeth to write a letter the previous year indicating that he may have been planning to release her and her children. The letter said that she wanted to come home, but it's not possible yet, quote unquote. Police believed Fritzl was planning to pretend to have to rescue his daughter from the fictitious cult. From the fictitious cult? Yeah. After his arrest, Fritzl claimed that his behavior towards his daughter did not constitute rape, but was consensual. Um. Yeah. With his daughter. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, it smells so... I smell something's funny. I like. Is it bullshit? It's bullshit. Oh my god. (laughs) Hold on. I smell it too. Hold on. What is that? My, that's a strong odor. Achoo. What is that? Achoo. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I'm just. Are you allergic to it? I'm so allergic to bullshit. (laughs) You're like, I was still your punchline. Thank you. I love it. Leave that in. Whoever edits that needs to leave the bullshit part in. (laughs) By law. By podcast law. It's like when you're texting and you're having two conversations at once. 
Yeah. And we're yeah. having our conversation with just a side conversation <laughs> from the like professional, serious, sad, somber conversation we're trying to have. We're cutting well, the cheese in the sense yeah. that we're like trying to break the tension. Yeah. Oh, I, I know. It's just like you just dive right back in. I'm like, yes. Yes. No, you don't want to be lighthearted. I don't want to be lighthearted when I'm saying these things, but. I also, it's a comedy. You want to say them. You also want to say them. I mean, it's horrible, but I'm so invested and interested. When I was reading this, I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I got to tell this. I got to tell it. Let's take a couple deep breaths. Cleansing. Okay. Back to the bullshit. Back to the bullshit. (laughs) Believe me, I'm about to read recorded statements. According to this statement, Fritzl said that he... Always knew during the whole 24 years of what he was doing was not right. And that I must have been crazy to do such a thing, yet it became a normal occurrence to lead a second life in the basement of my house. Wow. Oh, somehow that much perspective is chilling. It's disgusting. It's always the most chilling when you hear the first person perspective of the person doing these heinous crimes well dude at this age he's fucking 73 i mean yeah it's always chilling to hear the first person perspective but to hear i always knew what i was doing was wrong this is fucking crazy to paraphrase loosely but it became normal is basically what he's saying yeah that's insane he's the worst because like he he can contemplate and he can comprehend the enormity of what he's done but like he's stolen Clearly. so many years of her life and then it even started way before even before she tried to get away he had been planning this stuff and then before oh. that he was molesting her at the age of 11 there were eight doors to get eight inside eight doors this man walked through eight doors to eight go eight locked doors and turned around and locked all of them again so that his wife and family couldn't follow him i am just saying it's less effort to just not do this at all. I told you murder's it's just, not a cheap hobby. It's just, oh my god. Okay. Yeah. No. So he, so just like other people will go to check the mail, he just would walk out to his basement through eight doors. Yeah. To rape his kid for a while and then go do whatever the fuck he did with his time. Yes. And, it's and then even- come home and just never let anyone know ever. Never let it slip at all. Never get caught going out there. Exactly. Like his wife says that she just didn't know so anything. So much premeditation. How, all she- how can you understand how much exactly. of what you've done if you premeditated that much? To Honestly. Build, he built this horrible torture and captivity area and then on top of it he knew that his particular job he knew that his particular job required him to be very secretive and to work long hours down in the basement and because of that he was able to get away with locking the door behind him as he walked away (sighs) okay this next section is our um his thoughts and reflections from jail I'm not going to like him. No, it's not. It's not good. <laughs> good guess, Jay. <laughs> Unless he's, he says, I'm a monster. I should die. I deserve the worst things to happen to me. You wouldn't like that either. I would You'd be like, fuck you anyway, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I wouldn't. I would be like, oh, throw yourself a You're fucking like pity it. party. No one's like, going to like it. Let's hear what it is. Regarding his treatment of the family he had with his wife, Fritzl stated, I'm not the beast the media makes me out to be. 
regarding his treatment of Elizabeth and her children in the cellar, he explained that he brought her flowers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Great. (laughs) Good job. And books. Oh, books too. And toys for her children into the bunker, as he called it. And often watched videos with the children and ate meals with Elizabeth and the children. Fritzl decided to imprison Elizabeth after... (sighs) This is a sentence. I'm not a monster. I eat meals. With my in-captive audience. Girl like flower. Girl like book. Kids like movies. Violated and have food. Mm -hmm. Cool. That sounds like a really great time. Mm Mm-hmm. It is uh, exactly what he thought a model father should do to imprisoned bunker children. How many kids did he have? Too many. He had five with his wife. Way too many. And he had seven with his daughter. So 12. And he couldn't figure out how to be a fucking parent? (laughs) Fritzl decided to imprison Elizabeth after she, quote, did not adhere to any rules anymore, end quote, when she became a teenager. How dare she act like a child? Quote, that is why I had to do something. I had to create a place where I could keep Elizabeth, by force if necessary, away from the outside world. End quote. She was in a cult. She was in his cult. Cult of one. <laughs> he suggested that the emphasis on discipline in the Nazi era, which he grew up until the age of 10 might have influenced no, no, no. his views about the decency, about no. decency and good behavior. Of course, no, this guy's a fucking no, Nazi. No. Like, why? He's like, oh, it wasn't me. It was the Nazis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. Those Nazis come back around. Reflecting on his childhood, Fritzl initially described his mother as, quote, the best woman in the world, end quote. And, quote, as strict as it was necessary. End quote. I'm going to peel my fucking skin off. The Norman Bates vibes. Ew. ew. Right? We just... I hate uh, this. Later, he expressed a negative opinion of his mother and claimed that, quote, she used to beat me, hit me until I was laying in a pool of my own blood on the floor. It left me feeling totally humiliated and weak. My mother was a servant and she used to work hard all her life. I never had a kiss from her. I was never cuddled, although I wanted it. I wanted her to be good to me. End quote. Well, I was never cuddled. Well, well, big baby cry, you know, big fine. tears. It'll sound just like you. Yeah, big fake fucking tears. Big crot- crocodile I was tears. never cuddled. I mean, that's sad. You had but a lifetime like, to get over that shit. You're good. To be 73 and to say, I was never cuddled. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Right. What do you say, Sam? Build a bridge. And then get the fuck over it. Get over it. I feel so mean, but then it's like, oh, wait. No, don't just murder a guy. Never mind, never mind, never mind. He also claimed that she called him, quote, a Satan, a criminal, a no good, end quote. And that he had a horrible fear of her. (laughs) A Satan. (laughs) (laughs) There are more than one Satan. She was right. Like, 
She was right. Is Honestly, this really a case yeah. he wants to build? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My mom said I was going to do all this shit. And then I we, did. She said I was good for nothing. And she didn't even cuddle me. Too bad I'm the Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> In 1959, after Frizzle had married and bought his house, his mother moved in with them. Over time, their roles reversed, and his mother came to fear him. Oh, that's sad. He had also admitted that he had later locked his mother in the attic and bricked up her windows after telling the neighbors that she had died and kept her locked up until her death in 1980. Wait, so she... How many years is that? That was 1959 all the way till 1980. That was 21 years. Yeah. And she was just locked in this attic without any light or anything. It is unknown how long Fritzl kept his mother locked up in his attic, but newspapers have speculated it may have been up to 20 years. Death in 1980. 1983 is when he locked up his daughter. Oh, okay. So he he lost his mom. He had had practice. He locked his mom up, 1980. Remember 1981 is when he put in the request to get the excavation for the basement. (gasps) Holy shit. Holy shit. When was he born? He was born in 1935. Okay. Okay. So this guy is 45. I'll take your word for it. I don't know math. Uh, He was born in 35. He locked his mother up in... 1959. Okay. He was 24? Yeah, it was like and right after his wife. And he kept locked up for 21 years. And as soon as she died, he got a permit to build his new torture chamber yes. that he put his daughter in yes. as soon as it was done. Yes. Okay. And then kept her locked up for how many years? 24. Also, okay, I, cool. I want to b- bring up that apparently Rosemary didn't know anything about any of this shit. Because I, I, and like the more you tell me, the more I'm like... That's kind of unlikely. It she didn't say have that she any didn't know anything questions? about the mom. Just, I just says that she doesn't know anything about what happened to the daughter. Just because it's severe doesn't mean that the people closest to them can't know. That's so common for them not yeah, to like, know. What's his name? 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 Who? Super <laughs> killer guy with the clown. His wife knew nothing. John Wayne Gacy. Gacy. Yeah, yeah, she didn't his, know anything. She didn't know anything and he was doing it in the fucking house. True. Damn, that's insane. I mean, you have to live some kind of life. Fritzl claims that his pathological behavior is innate. He admits that he planned to lock his daughter up during his prison stint for the earlier rape conviction so that he could contain and express his evil side. He said, I was born to rape and I held myself back for a relatively long time. Oh, my God. I could have behaved a lot worse than locking up my daughter. Jesus Christ. I know. It's 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 bad. The forensic psychiatrist diagnosed Fritzl as having a severe combined personality disorder, which included borderline schizotypal and schizo and schizoid personalities and a sexual disorder, and recommended that Fritzl receive psychiatric care for the rest of his life. On March 19, 2009, Fritzl was sentenced to life imprisonment without the possibility of parole for 15 years. Yeah, I know. What? He still had a possibility for parole, which is disgusting to me. He had a possibility for parole. And I don't after know. After 15 years. After 15 years. 
He said that he accepted the sentence and would not appeal. Medical experts reported that Elizabeth and her children were relatively in good health after everything. That's good. After being taken into care, Elizabeth and all six of her surviving children and her mother were housed in a local clinic where they are shielded from the outside world environment and received medical and psychological treatment. Members of the Fritz family were offered new identities, but it was emphasized that it was a choice of theirs to make. That's good. The head of the clinic where Elizabeth and her children were being treated said that Elizabeth and the three children held captive in the cellar required further therapy to help them adjust to light after years in semi-darkness. They needed treatment to help them cope with all the extra space that they now had in which to move in. Oh, God. Could you imagine being so used to not being... The kids never had an environment that wasn't the cellar. that is correct. How could they run and play and be loud like kids are supposed to do? They probably are very used to being sitting all the time or laying all the time. They didn't know what they were missing because they never experienced what they were missing. And that makes me so mad. It makes me so mad that they they probably had a very hard time with understanding that there was a world outside of the area they were in. They probably only had the stories their mom had to tell them. Or like the TV that they watched. Yeah. Which is basically fantasy. That's so sad. Oh, God. Ooh, it's heart-wrenching. My stomach kind of hurts thinking about it. And it was revealed that Elizabeth and her children were more traumatized than previously thought. (laughs) How could you underestimate that? I don't know. During captivity, Kirsten tore out her hair in clumps and was reported to have shredded her dresses before stuffing them in the toilet. Stefan could not walk properly because of his height of five foot of five feet and eight inches, which had forced him to stoop in the five foot six inch cellar. It has also been revealed that normal everyday occurrences such as the dimming of lights or the closing of doors plunged Kirsten and Stefan into anxiety and panic attacks. The other three of Elizabeth's children who were raised by their father are now being treated for anger and resentment at the events. It ruins so many lives. Yeah. I mean, even the kids that were raised relatively normally, or more, I'm going to say more normal than that, to find out all this shit that you never knew before about the people who took care of you. In late July 2008, it emerged that Elizabeth ordered her mother, Rosemary, out of the villa that they had been sharing in a secret location set up for them by a psychiatric clinic. Elizabeth was upset about Rosemary's passiveness during her upbringing. In 2009, Elizabeth and her children were forced to move out of the family's hideaway home and return to the psychiatric clinic where their, where the medical staff had started trying to heal the family and unite the upstairs and downstairs siblings during the previous year. Could you imagine? Oh, God. All of the children require ongoing therapy and factors that traumatize the upstairs children include learning that Joseph had lied to them about their mother abandoning them, the abuse they received from him during their childhood, and finding out that their siblings had been imprisoned in a cellar. The downstairs children receive therapy due to their deprivation from normal development, the lack of fresh air, and sunshine, while confined in the basement, and the abuse that they they and their mother had received from Yosef when he visited them in the basement. 
all of the children might have genetic problems common to children born of an incestuous relationship. I know. Elizabeth was said to be estranged from her mother, who accepted Yosef's story about Elizabeth joining a cult and did not pursue the matter any further. Elizabeth enjoys spending her time shopping, taking frequent showers, and driving. Her relationship with Thomas, one of her bodyguards, who is 23 years younger than her, was reported to be ongoing, with him becoming a big big brother's figure to her children. It says all of Elizabeth's children have developed normal sibling relationships with each other. And after having trouble dealing with the traumatic events, the three upstairs children slowly began recognizing Elizabeth as their mother. In 2013, workers began filling the basement of the Fritz home with concrete. The house has been sold on the open market. While most neighbors approve of the proposal, some prefer that the property be demolished due to its sordid history. In 2017, Joseph changed his name to Joseph Meyerhoff, <clears throat> probably due to getting in a prison fight that resulted in several of his teeth getting knocked out after inmates set up a fake dating profile with his name and a picture. Yes. Mark Perry, a British journalist who interviewed uh, Fritzl in his cell, says that he has shown no remorse for his crimes. He recalls he kept saying, just look into the cellars of other people. You might find other families and other girls down there. Like it's fucking normal. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. Like, okay, first of all, that hints that like. He knows something. He knows someone. But also. I wonder if there's an online community. Of something like this. Oh my god, I bet there is on the dark web. That's disgusting. I really hope it does. That's yeah, not true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like literally feel bile coming up in my throat. Like thinking <sighs> about it. The last bit of information I have about Yosef is that in April of 2019, his health was declining and he He's didn't want to live anymore. Oh, fuck, fuck. Just fucking die. I Sorry. agree. I'm no, no. talking. No, 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 no. Just fucking die. The thing is like, I looked it up. He's still alive. He's hey, not died yet. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Uh, my grandma says that people who are really old are bitter and angry all the time because they have to live out the rest of their sins before they can die. That sounds like something your grandma would say. Your, your grandma's like death metal. Like, <laughs> she's like death metal Christian. Yeah. <laughs> death metal evangelical. Uh, my new single coming out <laughs> tomorrow. Death metal evangelical. Death Evangelical. I like Death Metal Evangelical. Yeah, no, that is the horrible, horrible, horrible story of the well, Joseph Vince case. Yeah, no, it's horrible. And it's the, probably the worst story that I've read out loud ever in my life. And we'll probably... They got out. They got out. It the was ki- discovered he went to jail. You the know? kids are out and they're... They have a good relationship with the, each other now. But it didn't end with a puppy story, so. So, yeah, it's depressing. Everything's sad. But at least she got away at the end. Welcome to our comedy show. No, <laughs> it's not really. It's it's a grim show with a lot of. It's Grim um, Adventures in Billy and Maddie. We're the reboot. Like call it deathbed humor <laughs> or graveside humor or whatever. I'm glad I have you guys with me to read these horrible stories with. 
and investigate into the macabre and horrible and that we can make stupid jokes about it because without you guys i would just be sitting here reflecting on this story (laughs) to myself because i would still be looking up the creepy i would still be looking up the sad and the depressing without you guys Well, thanks for using me as a vessel for your negative emotions totally man i gotta i gotta vent this somehow That's a crazy where did you first hear about this? I found it because I Googled the um most terrifying things people have found in their cellars. It was the oh. second thing on the list. Are you gonna what do an episode first? on the first thing? Yeah, I'll probably do an episode cool. on the first oh, cool, thing. Cool. Anyway, so let's all take a collective breath. Ready? <sighs> Okay, okay, okay. It didn't happen to us. That doesn't really make it okay. We're we're safe. We're here. We're okay. We live to read another tale. Well, <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm so grateful that neither of you have um, decided to imprison or murder me. Yet. Or torture me in any way. Even oh. though you know where I sleep. Mm-hmm. If that's all that's meant to be said, let's go ahead and wrap this up. I think that's a good idea. Anything to add, Chloe? Anything to add, Jay? Nope. Okay. Then um, there's nothing for me to add. I just want to say to everyone who's listening, thank you so very much. We love you, Creepsters, very much. Say bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Uh, Bye-bye. Vlad, you think I speak like a German? (laughs) Duh. (laughs) 